Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now age of radio What's going on, everybody? What's up? This is episode 133 of the Dark Windows podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm Kevin. And this week, we, uh, we're we going to take our first little trip to Finland. Oh, it's a lovely day in the Finland neighborhood. It's like they're far enough north to be Vikings, but they're also far enough east to be drunk Russians. I know. I hear they're more like they're, like, they're Norse rednecks. Not even no, no, they're not even that because they're they're Scandinavian rednecks. They're just Scandinavian rednecks. We'll just call yeah. it that. We don't. We'll call it Norse or anything like that because they don't even. It's it's the fucking they're... it's the fucking Appalachia of Scan of Scandinavia. Yeah, it's not Appalachian. It's Appalachia. That's what. I, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like everything I've seen about Finland, it's like it's just a bunch of dudes that are like getting drunk and doing stupid shit and they're and they, blowing stuff up and shooting guns and they're taking the moonshine and passing around going take a snort of this. I don't know what a snort is, but it's actually apparently... These motherfuckers fight bears for real. No, they don't. Yes, they do. There was... Oh, my God. What is the name of the show? Um, They were like jackass, but Finnish. And one of them is missing his thumb because he was a professional bear wrestler at the circus. And it bit his goddamn thumb off. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, I do have some kind of fun facts about Finland because it is a strange-ass country. In the far north. So, what? no, the whole thing is fucking weird. Yeah, but it's it's like, what, the furthest north country? Is no. It's it's parallel to Norway and Sweden. So you have Norway, Sweden in the middle, and then Finland on the other side. Isn't Finland on top? No. Right? They're like fingers. No, but I thought Finland was the top. Do geography, bitch. No. Fin- Finland... Is, is like, like I said, they're kind of like three fingers in Finland. I know this. I yeah. know. But I'm saying I thought, because I know how yeah, they stack. Yeah. I just thought Finland was the top one, not Norway. It's, it's, it is the top one. Norway's in the middle between Sweden. Okay, yeah. It's, it's yeah. the furthest towards the North Pole. Well, they both, they're all three pretty fucking close to the North Pole. But Finland is closer to the North Either Pole. Either way. Yes. You can actually go to the actual Santa's village there. There's a place. Yes. Yes. But I'm just asking, is, I think that's the closest, well, besides part of, well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know my geography very well. I mean, I'm pretty good at geography, but I don't have a map in front of me. Either well, way, when you earn, when someone earns their PhD in philosophy in Finland, they're given a top hat and a sword. No fucking way. <laughs> Not real sure why. <laughs> 
That I, is the most... Fu- I understand the top hat, but the sword... I don't care. That's awesome. I, I can, Or what if you were to go... Actually, no, that would have to be, like, writing to give them a pen and a sword to find out which one's mightier. You know what I mean? Ooh. She's mightier than the pen and the sword. Sword gun. Mightier than the pen gun. Mm. Um, You're on to something. In Helsinki, there is a Burger King with a fucking sauna in it. An actual Burger King restaurant where you can get, like, one of those, like, real nasty burgers that smell good, but they taste awful, that will fuck your stomach up, but then you go to a sauna and sweat it out. Yeah. Speaking of saunas, can't make this fact up. There are more saunas in the country than there are cars. Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Uh there is a yearly wife carrying championship, which is a race. <laughs> so, That's sweet. So it's a race where a, a man would carry his woman like an upside his wife, like an upside down backpack. So she's like chest to back, but her legs are like her knees are basically on his shoulders when I'm like wrapped around so you can hold on to him like that. And then yeah. she wraps her arms around his waist. Um, it's a foot race, obviously. And the winner receives the wife's weight in beer. So gentlemen. Oh. If you want some beer, you got yourself a thick wife. Get get yourself a big woman, but also do some squats and get your legs real good and fucking run with her. All that beer can be yours. Damn. Yeah. I mean, somebody out there should be like, "Oh, dude, my wife's hot. She's like 106 pounds," and I'm like, "Bitch, I want beer." Like, yeah, but you have to, you'd have to drink a lot of fucking beer. I I don't give a fuck, dude. Like that. I mean, I'm talking like you. You could party. You could have a big party. Invite everybody over to drink your wife beer. Well, think of how much you know. Six pack ways. Oh no, no, I, I don't think they're including the container. I think they're including just like the weight in liquid. Oh, you could have a swimming like a like a kiddie pool of beer. That's a lot. I'm down with that. Yeah. Ooh. According Damn. to some UN reports, Finland ranks as the happiest country in the world, which I can kind of see. They seem like they're pretty jovial folks, you know. Here, Finns, Iceland is like is like top five or ten, no, something like that. Too. No, no, all Iceland does is make giants. No, I hear Iceland bullshit. Is, Try to prove me wrong. Everybody, every male there is like seven feet tall and they weigh five hundred pounds. Yes, but, but they can bench press the entire country. True, but. So what I'm getting at, I'm getting at that they're that I've heard that they're pretty, it's a happy country because well, they're like they've they've officially they're they're one of the few countries that said hey you know what we're bankrupt but guess what pulled themselves up by the bootstraps got the fuck out of bankruptcy by themselves without taking a loan out from the EU or whatever and they're people are like actually happy about it and you know. But there's a lot of other reasons why people are happy in Finland. They drink a lot. Well, As a matter of fact, the Finns drink more milk than any other country in the world, um, averaging about 35 gallons each per year. And they probably go out and fucking chase caribou and fuck them or something. Well, you know what? I, I would like to challenge the Finns because I think I can drink 35. I think I can probably drink more than 35 gallons of milk a year by myself. Oh. I like milk. 35 gallons in the year? Uh, on average per person. Pish posh. Yeah. That's nothing. Fuck you, losers. I know you guys drink a lot. You guys drink a lot of liquid potatoes, too. Vodka. I, don't, I, I, I drink more than that. 
Finnish is ranked as one of the 10 hardest languages to learn, which understandable if you've heard anything that they've ever said. Never have. Son of a bitch, dude. Finnish is a real interesting language. Is it harder than like Chinese or Chinese? Yeah. Because Chinese is fucking wrong. No, I, I'm pretty sure. Like, it, like I said, it's ranked in the top 10. But it's like if you were to take Norwegian, Russian, mix it together, and then try to speak it drunk. Oh. Yeah. Oh. There's a lot of like, like long, like rolling R's and J's that sound like H's, you know? No, no, that's, no, I can't do that. Like they got names like Yarpy, which is J-A-R-P-P-I. <laughs> Yarpy. Yeah. Yarp. Dude, it's, Yarpy. it's fucking wild. <clears throat> There's a bunch of kick-ass bands from Sweden, like Nightwish, uh, Children of Bottom. And one of my personal favorites, Korpikeklani. Uh, I always have a hard time saying that one. Um, Children of Bottom look like a bunch of freaking girls. Dude, they are fucking ridiculously good, and they just lost their lead singer recently, too, I don't actually. care. They looked like a bunch of little girls. I don't care what they oh, look oh, like. They're super fucking pale white skin. They're oh, fucking Finnish. I don't care. <laughs> have you ever seen a Scandinavian? Yes, actually, I did, because they were there. Yeah. I saw two. Yeah. Well, listen. Listen. I saw two sets of Scandinavians. Swedes are different. They're they're just completely different. Yes. The Norwegians and Finns are like skinny, pale little shits. Amon and Marth would have fucking ate them for fucking dinner. Again, the Swedes are built different. I know. Any I'm country saying. that has a professional bikini team is okay in my my opinion. Yeah, whatever. And like But still they look like they, they should have been in a basement, you know, in fucking... Looks aside, their music's fucking fantastic. Okay. But, uh, Corp Kikalani, if you've never heard of them, um, imagine, like, a folk metal band. Is this the one... With that... a fucking accordion. Is this the one that the, the fucking, uh, that you played for me there? Oh, goddamn right, dude. That's what I listened to one of them at my woodshop. I listened to them at my woodshop. They're, like, kind of... It's kind of, uh... Uh, folkish, yeah, right. Yeah, is but this... it's like upbeat. It's got some speed to it, and there's. Wasn't there a pirate-ish one that you that was Finnish? No, uh, that's Alestorm. They're Scottish, but it's it's got a similar oh, sound to it. Okay, I yeah. Thought you, I thought you had played a had shown me a one that, a band that was uh... probably. I listen to a lot of weird <laughs> shit. Hmm. Okay. Um, the scariest farmer of all time, Simo Heha who killed over 500 Soviets during the Winter War, was a Finn. Yeah. Like, this motherfucker would hide in snowbanks, pack his face, his mouth full of snow, so that when he were was to exhale, there was no steam. And he killed all of these guys with, like, a shitty Russian submachine gun and a fucking Mosin. Yeah. 500-plus dead Soviets because they walked across his fucking turnip field. <laughs> That's what you get. So Finland also has a, I I wanted to make a crack about you know them being the Minnesota of uh, oh, he <laughs> of Europe emotional. because they've got over a hundred thousand lakes in the country. One of them's a bit more famous or infamous depending on how you want to look at it than the rest, and that's Lake Bottom, and that's what we're going to talk about this week. Oh boy, kind of take the long way there, but it's a long. Well, no, I don't know. <sighs> so remember I was talking about some of them Finnish names. Get yeah. ready. Oh, boy. June 4th, 1960, four teenagers ventured from Espo to Lake Bottom, uh, Bottom which is about a 10-minute drive uh, from Espo. Espo is also about 25 minutes west of Helsinki, which is the capital. 
um, to anybody out there that failed geography class. Uh, the teens. <laughs> that would probably be me. <laughs> How did you fail geography? It's not fucking hard. It's all right there. You just look at it and go, yeah. I, I know Helsinki's in, you know, Finland, but I, you know, I mean, it's not one of those ones I'm like, hey, well, all right, the capital of uh, Denmark is, you know. The know. only regions I get confused with are like the Middle East, where they're like, oh, I bet you can't point out fucking Azerbaijan on a map. And I'm like, no, because I didn't know it existed. <laughs> no, but yeah. You know, the only get, reason I know what fucking Kazakhstan's a place is because of Borat. <laughs> Well, I know Kazakhstan's a place. I mean, that's... Number I... one exporter of uranium. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. Um, so here we go with some of them names. The teens, Ermalee Bjorklund. Oh. Tuliki Maki. I'm pretty sure it was a goalie for the Flyers. Um, they were... Those were the girls. They were both 15 years old. Their, their parents... Her parents somehow... Somebody had Samoan in them. <laughs> The last name like that. I don't know if it's Maki, Maki, Moki, whatever the. F- there's a lot of. There's a lot of. Uh, there's there's either New Zealand there's, or it's no. Fucking, there, there's a know. lot of accent marks in that. I just you can't type them on an English keyboard. Oh. Um. And the boy. Oh, the so the girls are both 15 years old. The boyfriends, Seppo Bozeman, and again, I'm pretty sure this this dude might have been a defenseman for a. An NHL team, Niels Gustafsson, and the boyfriends are both eighteen. So the 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 two pairs traveled on the boys' motorcycles from town out to the lake. You know they want to go out and do some fishing, have you know camp, do typical swimming, typical teenage stuff. Being I'm you know being what I would assume would be horned up teenagers, probably screw, which would be a little weird because they only brought the one tent. But it was 1960. Pish posh. So fuck out a, in the middle of the woods. It's fucking the lake. Why not? <clears throat> so the f- fucking the lake. Who cares? <laughs> that's how you get a yeast infection. <laughs> <laughs> so the the first day, like so the fourth, everything went great. We're having a great time. I don't know if they were cooking hot dogs. I don't know if the Finns have hot dogs. They probably have better food than that. You, barbecue and like a reindeer penis i don't know what they what they eat it's probably just reindeer anyway their fun would not last all that long at some point between 4 a.m and 6 a.m on the 5th uh-huh. a knife rips through the tent <gasps> <gasps> fucking jason Voorhees comes out that's kind of where i went with this too i was like wait a minute i've heard i've seen this movie before um the first swing of the knife cuts both support lines of the tent it falls in on the teenagers mm. the attacker then begins just swinging the knife hitting any, anything and anything he can inside and at some point in time a heavy blunt object is introduced into the attack all in all when everything was said and done bjorkland maki and bozeman would all be dead gustafson is the lone survivor but unfortunately he's pretty fucking banged up uh, he's got a really bad concussion, a broken jaw, a fractured orbital bone, and the rest of his face is just smashed to fuck. So at about 6 a.m. in that neck of the woods, you know, 6, 6.15, somewhere in that, you know, that area, um, some younger boys are walking around the lake doing some bird watching, and they s- literally stumble across this campsite. And when I say younger boys, I mean eight, nine years old, like uh-huh. kids. Um, okay. Obviously... 
they freak the fuck out and run, and run off. They did say that while they were running away, they saw a man with long blonde hair in the same area. But unfortunately, that really wouldn't narrow it down much, considering legitimately 80% of the population of Finland, male and female, are blonde. They they have, like, the second highest, you know, occurrence of blondes nationwide in the world. Yeah. Only second to fucking Sweden. So there's a lot of blondes there. So it doesn't really narrow it down to be like, oh, he was a dude with blonde hair. Fucking congratulations. That's like, you know, pointing out a, a, a somebody robbing a gas station here. They're like, oh, it's a heavy set guy in a sweatshirt. Fucking yeah. no shit. Thanks. You just described the two of us, too. So thanks. So at around 11 a.m., the campsite and murder scene would be rediscovered by a carpenter named Risto Siren, who ironically, with his last name, would go get the police. When the authorities arrived over an hour later, the teens had been dead for approximately six hours. When they started investigating the scene, they found Maki and Bozeman, who were dating, uh, stabbed repeatedly and smashed with what they figured was a large rock about the smashed in the back of the neck, the chest, the face, top of the head, side of the head, wherever they get hit, they uh-huh. got hit. Um, they found Bjorkland laying on top of the tent and she had actually gotten at the worst of them. She had been stabbed and beaten, obviously, but she was also stabbed multiple times after she was dead. And when she was found on top of the tent, she was naked from the waist down. Uh, there is possibility, but no proof that she was sexually assaulted. It's a lot of speculation on the part of researchers and, and third party investigators. Now, the reason there's no proof for this is because this is where shit starts to get a little fucky. The police in the area didn't, and for the most part, still don't deal with a lot of violent crimes of this nature. For example, as of 2018, the country had a population of 5.5 million people. And in 2018, the same year that they had that population, they had 85 homicides in the entire country. Which is not bad. That's like well below, you know, worldwide average. Fuck, that's like, that's nothing compared to here. Dude. We got 85 on a Go to Chicago on a holiday weekend. And you have fucking 60. (laughs) That's that's a good day. Fuck, dude. And, And most of those homicides are related to realistically drunken fuck ups. Like drunken accidents. You know, people farting around and getting shot or blowing their arm off or some shit like that. And the police didn't take real good care of the scene. They didn't take any measurements or notes as to what they were finding. There's only like two or three pictures of the crime scene itself that actually exist because that's all the fucking police took for pictures was like less than 10 pictures of an entire crime scene. What? Yeah, they didn't take any... They they didn't... It was 1960. Cameras have been around. But they just didn't... You know, they didn't collect... They didn't have chain of command to do anything the correct way. Because they didn't know how to handle this. Yeah, I mean, in a country with so few homicides... I mean... 
that's throughout the whole fucking country. Right. So, I mean... But this is also a very densely populated part of the country. This is where all of your big cities are. But... And this is the part that made my fucking head hurt. While they're doing the investigating, they actually invited members of the public to come out and help with the investigation. The entire area around the tent is trampled and contaminated by untrained and unprofessional investigators. Yep. And a lot of well-meaning citizens, which is the sad part, because these are people that are like, oh, I, I know these kids. I want to try to help. But with all of these other people there, valuable evidence and items are being lost. After realizing how badly they'd screwed the pooch by having all of these people trample the scene further, they call in the military to come in and help with the search, who in turn trample the scene even fucking further. They, they, they found next to no evidence at all for this entire case. The only thing that they had to go on because they thought it was a little weird was that the motorcycles are still there, but the keys are gone. Which to me, as again, I'm not a professional investigator, but I know <laughs> I know more about it than these guys would have. That means that whoever killed these kids took the keys previously to make sure that if he fucked up and didn't get them all or if he got caught, they couldn't get away. He could finish them off. The only other piece of evidence they really found was Gustafson's shoes, and those were a half a mile away covered in blood now when the the younger boys first found the site gustafson was unconscious next to um oh shit uh bjorkland on top of the tent so how the fuck did his shoes get him half a mile away from the crime scene hmm. yeah unless well my brain is is your brain going to the same place mine did? I, I, I'm kind of going. Is it, it's staged? Okay. He, that person, that whatever the fuck his name is, Gustafson. Gustafson. Yeah. Well, well, no. I mean, I don't know. It's either a he 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 brought him all the way over there. Or somebody fucking took them, left them. I mean, it's, it seems like it's a kind of a staged, you know, scene a little bit. Where, hmm. like, the, somebody somebody did this to these kids. <clears throat> you know, this is the last kid. Like, this kid could have been, I don't know, could have. Well, I don't know. I don't know. So I'm kind of torn because the kid could have been like, you know, could have been a ways away, heard whatever happening and had his shoes off. Okay. And ran back and then fucking got there, saw whatever happened and got fucking, you know, I don't know, hit or something. The person thought they were dead, but he's laying there. Now, I like your I like your theory. I like where you're going. And it's hard to explain why, but you're half right and half wrong at the same time. So let's take a quick break. We'll come back and finish this. Okay. And we'll kind of speculate some more at the end because, yeah, exactly. So we'll be right back after a quick break. Okay. 
So with very, very little. Hold on, hold on. Before we get going any further, why the I, I don't I'm still baffled about the whole the shoe thing. No, no. Bringing in the military. That's the part that baffles me. They, they, they're not. They're not they're trained not, investigators. They're not trained investigators. But they're trained observers. True. True. That is very true. And a lot of people don't know the difference between the two. But shouldn't. I mean, if they were, if they weren't specifically looking for someone, like it wasn't like a looking for a lost person. Or persons. Well, there's you another. You wouldn't bring in. I I wouldn't think. I mean, unless they're MPs or something like that, which is what trained. I would assume. But there's an one of the one of the possible suspects would make sense as to why we would call in the military. To me, at least. So let's kind of get into that list of suspects. Okay, I the, mean, and the shoes being way the. Yeah, I'm still skeptical. Well, we'll we'll get back to that. We'll circle. Okay. Remind me, but we will circle back to shoes. Okay. All right. So the first man that they question is Carl Valdemir Gilstrom. <laughs> Dude, for fucking real. Harry like, Potter much? How are we not building a fucking AHL team? Valdemir, huh? Valdemir. So V A L D. Is he, a, is he uh, a, re- a relation to Voldemort or something? Well, I mean, it's it's one of those like he's it's, Voldemort's like step step cousin or something. Twice removed. Well, I mean, it's like Vladimir, but just a little different. Voldemir. It's like Theodore, which is a like like Theodore, but Russian. You know, and again, this is one of those fucking weird spots in the world where you got a lot of strange names. Like you got Swedes, you got Russians. You got fucking who the fuck knows what else. Um, uh. So he was known as the kiosk man. And <laughs> it's, Sorry. It makes sense, though, because he. <laughs> the kiosk. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sorry, dude, if, if, if the kiosk man is making you laugh, wait till we get into the next guy. So he was known as the kiosk man because he owned and that ran. That Ikea? No, not quite. <laughs> But he owned and ran like a small kiosk near the lake where he sold um, fishing equipment, bait, supplies, stuff like that. He loved fishermen and hated campers. Over the years, there had been quite a few complaints from campers that this dude would just walk around the edge of the lake and he would, you know, they'd see him like playing around in the uh-huh. on the shore and stuff. And then he would just walk back towards campsites and just start fucking pegging rocks at people that were camping. <laughs> he fucking hated campers. And another reason that they kind of came back to this guy is because some more of the stuff that he used to do was he had a reputation as being a man who would cut people's tents down when they weren't there. So you'd set your tent up, and he would cut the support lines for him while you were out fucking around. What an asshole! He hated campers, but knowing Fuck you camper, but knowing that this murder scene has a tent that's been collapsed in on people because the support lines were cut, they're like, "Hmm, wait a minute, there's a thing. My head, the inside of my head is itchy. Is this what thoughts feel like?" Uh huh. You know, is is this what, a, you know, a hunch maybe? So it's like, maybe there's a little bit of decent police work here. But then, no. 
No. Because more than once, <laughs> drunk and sober, he admitted to having some details about the murders and the crime scene that the police didn't know about. Okay. So when people are like <clears throat> going to the police and going, hey, my buddy, Carl, knows some shit about this. They just went, eh, eh, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. No, no, whatever. Fuck him. Took none of it seriously. So just a hair over nine years after the murders, Gilstrom walks down a boat landing into the lake and continues walking and drown himself. Some of his friends said it was probably a drunk accident. Others say it was suicide because he was guilty and didn't know how else to handle it. Either way, he's dead. So that's one suspect that we no longer have to question. I would just say it's because he's Finnish, but <laughs> I'm an asshole. But you know, whatever. Like, anyway, dude. Uh, I mean, as much as we're gonna pick on him for being like kind of weird, I want to meet some Finnish people because I bet they're super fucking cool. Oh, they probably are. Because just... like anybody that's that into like liquor, guns, and hockey. I mean, I would say Canadian, but Canadians are wow. different. I guess some Canadians are just assholes. Yeah, fucking French Canadians. If Kiosk Man made you laugh, I got another name for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. And this this guy is, is, of the three suspects, I think he is more likely to have been the actual killer than our last guy. Okay. Just for the simple fact that he was a former KGB spy. And I can't make the guy's name up. He was East German. Okay, no, no, no. He didn't do it. First off, A, he's KGB, so no. There's no way. The 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 uh the sketches, <laughs> dude. The sketches that people co- have posted, okay. and a picture of this guy, are pretty fucking close. Okay. And I can't make this up. His name is Hans Asman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have to. H a n s a double s m a double n Hans Asman. <laughs> he is an Asman, all right. Uh, he's an asshole. Just for I'm the simple asking... fact that he was KGB. So, Hello. fuck the Soviet twat. Hello, I'm, I'm KGB. So, he shows up at the Helsinki Surgical Hospital on the 5th. He's got He's acting kind of weird. They said he was, quote, acting particularly odd, which oh. I'm assuming is just more odd than a regular <laughs> Finnish person at the hospital. Yes. <laughs> was he doing handstands with no pants on or something? Like, what the fuck? Exactly. Um, but he's also Finnish. So, I mean, so and he's also. He's he, not Finnish. He's well, East German. He's East, well, he needs. So fucking, he's a real piece of shit. Well, he. Wait a minute. How are you East German and you, you were former KGB? Because Russia controlled East Germany after World War II. Still doesn't make you able to get in the KGB. It sure fucking does. If you were a former Nazi or some shit. No. Or if you're just like, hey, man, no, communism seems really fucking cool. Let me in on that shit. And they're like, but why? Because I'm sneaky and stuff. Okay, cool. Now you're a Russian spy, you All piece right. of shit. All right. Fuck this guy. I'll go with it. So anyway, they said the he appeared disheveled. He had a bunch of black shit under his fingernails. His clothes were covered in a mysterious red stain. Okay. I mean, I don't think he was making fucking pasta sauce, but <laughs> I, I he also lied to the hospital staff about the cause of his appearance. <laughs> he had made up some bullshit like 
they didn't even really go into it, but they're like, he's like, hey, no, it's not what it looks like. I uh, I melted some crayons, mm-hmm. and then I got brownie batter under my nails. Uh-huh. Sorry. Fixed my hands. They're all cut. His hands were fucking just like cut shit, both of them. Well, I mean, he probably killed somebody, but it... Well, we're going to get into that, actually. Um, They also said that a couple of times he'd get, like, super, super nervous and then aggressive towards people in the hospital. And then he would pretend to be unconscious. (laughs) He'd just be like, fall over. Um, Like, there's the whole, like, like little kid pretending to be asleep thing. It's kind of like... You get, like, straining to keep his eyes closed, but he's also trying to look at the same time. I know I, you're not asleep over there, Mr. Aspen. Yes, huh? I am. No, I, 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 like to, I like to figure he was probably closer to, like, a fainting goat where he's, like, standing there and somebody's like, so what are these stains on your shirt? He's just, just fall over. Um, so his clothing also matched the description that the young boys had given. And so did his appearance. And uh, it was actually the day after... Like, obviously, so this was the day after the murder. Well, uh-huh. technically same day, just later in the day. Okay. Um, before he got to the hospital, he'd cut his hair, like, almost completely off. But he was known He's to have had... disguise. He was known to have had long blonde hair. But he cut his hair short before he went to the hospital. Ah, and so he's Hans Gruber's, you know, little pony. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you bring in the best German terrorist of all time into this? Sully, his name. Anyway. I mean, he he was probably, you know, yeah. He also lived within five kilometers of bottom, um, which was only a, like, it was a super quick. He was within minutes of being at the lake. Okay. His behavior could have suggested guilt at the time, especially as he was noted by the surgical hospital curator. <sighs> Yorma Palmo, uh, Paulo, J-O-R-M-A, Yorma, Yorma uh, as well as other hospital staff. Hmm. The police had only a brief meeting um, with another uh, hospital member, a uh, hospital staff member, and they kind of tried to cross-examine this guy uh, with a couple of different investigators. Like, hey, so what happened to your clothes? What happened to your hands? Why are you here? And he basically just shut him down. Like, eh, no, this is like this, you know, um, a couple of the doctors that they talked to after they talked to him were like, oh no, that's definitely blood on his clothes. Uh, Fine. I'll tell um, you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I was out beating the fuck out of some reindeer. Okay. I was out beating my meat and I had an accident. <laughs> my the hands are all cut and there's blood everywhere. came along, caught me in the act. Fucked me in the butt. So I had to fuck him up. Um, um, or it, you know, it was underground fucking reindeer fighting or something. I don't know. <laughs> so he's a he's, he was well now obviously former detective chief inspector uh, Matty Palaro, who at the time was an investigating officer, suspect that uh, suspected that Asman could have also been responsible for <laughs> five other murders in the area. Aha! Uh-huh. He had also been linked to uh, uns- a few other unsolved homicides in Finland. Uh, such as the murder of uh, Kiliki Sahra. Uh, How is it that. And the- another double murder in uh, Heinevesi. 
Dude, there's there's got to be Polynesian. Dude, there's none. It's just that's how I pronounce it because I'm I watch wrestling and I'm like, okay, well, that's how this should probably be pronounced, and it's probably not even fucking close. Okay, you All know. Right. Now here comes our last suspect. Um, and this is one that a lot of people are going to go, but wait, but why though? March, tw- uh, in March two thousand four. For almost 44 years after the event, Niels Gustafson is arrested as a suspect in the murders. Remember our lone survivor? Yeah. Okay. So as far as the public knew, he wasn't a suspect, but the police had had a suspicion about him for quite a while, but they couldn't really, you know, put two and two together enough to get him in to interview him about his potential involvement in the murders. Okay. So in early 2005, the Finnish National Bureau of Investigation, which I'm assuming is like their FBI. Yeah. Finnish Bureau of Investigation. (laughs) It's Finnish. Uh, They declared the case was solved based on new forensic analysis and evidence. According to the prosecution's interpretation of the bloodstains, Gustafsson had been drunk and excluded from the tent when the attack on the others had happened. Um, And they kind of, they explained that his facial injuries were from him and Seppo getting into a fist fight out by the lake because they were both fucking drunk. And uh, they got into a fist fight and Seppo beat the fuck out of him. was like, listen here, bitch, and just wailed on him. Broke his jaw, smashed his face all the fuck. Um... And they think that that is his reasoning for going, okay, well, fuck this guy, and I'm going to make it look good and killing everybody else, too. So the trial starts August 4th in 2005. Gustafson's defense lawyer argued that the murders were not the work. uh, I'm sorry, that the murders were the work of one or more outsiders and that Gustafson would have been incapable of killing three people, given the extent given the extent of his injuries. Again. The only injuries that he had would have been his head injuries, which could have potentially been from him getting his ass kicked. The rest of them were small kind of scrapes and abrasions and stuff like that. Things that could have very, very easily been self-inflicted to look good. Now, hold on. Okay, <clears throat> so everybody everybody else was in the tent? Yes. Seppo and his girlfriend were in the tent. The... Um, Gustafson's girlfriend, um, Bjorkland, the way I'm assuming what would have happened is that when the tent was slashed and everybody's getting stabbed and beaten, she's trying to get out and she only makes it partway out and then collapses on top of the tent. And then whoever's there just continues with the stabbing and the rock or whatever they're beating her with. Huh? He okay. was the only one fully out of the tent cause he was on top of it. Okay. Which again, I mean, part Kinda, of part, uh, Jesus, but part of me also, you know, I don't know. I'm drawing. Yes, it, it's possible. It's totally plausible. I'm not denying that that's plausible, but I'm also, you know, part of me is also thinking, well, okay, other reason for him having collapsed outside, and yeah, he could have got murder sh- exhaustion. He could have got it well, <laughs> but he could have got his ass beat really, and could have been, you know, laying out there. Well, then by the time he when he got back. You know, seeing everything, he, he just, you know, 
was so fucking exhausted that he actually did fall and collapse because he, you know, had gotten his ass beat before so badly. So and, and probably didn't really because it was probably dark. Yeah. So you know, not seeing any, not knowing anything. You well, know. remember, we're, I remember I said we we're going to circle back to shoes. Okay, okay. Let's get back to those shoes. Okay. They also brought up the fact that his shoes were five hundred yard, uh, five hundred yards away from the tent. That's a good fucking way. With modern DNA analysis. Okay, hold on. Let me re- let me start that again. He was also found barefoot at the scene. Okay. Okay. With modern DNA, they reanalyzed the shoes and they found that all of the blood on the shoes matched Bjorkland, Mackie, and Seppo. None of Gustafson's blood is on the shoes. Okay. Which to me means he killed everybody, went out, threw his shoes where he assumed would be far enough away, came back and laid on top of the tent until he, they were discovered. Because being unconscious and being asleep can be confused for the two, for the same thing. Uh-huh. So, again, that makes me think, maybe, maybe this fucking guy did it. Okay? And... Again, with the with the other injuries that he had, they said that those could have very easily been self-inflicted to make it look like defensive wounds. You know, rubbing your knuckles against a tree or against rocks or something. Because we know that these guys didn't fucking collect any evidence because they're terrible at their jobs. The other thing that can kind of lead it towards potentially being Gustafson was the fact that the young boys that saw the potential killer described the same person that was walking away. That could have either been walking to or from the crime scene because Gustafson was also tall with long blonde hair. Okay. And was wearing similar clothing to what they described. Okay. I mean, and he don't, and like a, a woman came forward saying that about 10 years later, they were having, she was having a conversation with him and he started talking about it and was, you know, the way he was talking about it, she took it as him being regretful for what he had done, the way he was wording things and like his inflection on how he was saying things. Like he was showing some remorse for what he had done. Mm-hmm. On October 7th, 2005, Gustafson was acquitted of all charges. The court explained the verdict as due to the prosecution uh, as ooh, due to the prosecution evidence had been inconclusive uh, and had failed to show Gustafson had a motivation appropriate to a crime of such extreme seriousness. And uh, he was released. He then sued the country for forty four thousand nine hundred dollars for mental suffering caused by his spending a year in prison. So he basically sued them for the year's worth of money that that he didn't make while he was while he was out of work, was out of work in prison. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which, which is, which I mean, that's understandable. That's understandable because people that have been wrongfully in prison, you know, do tend to sue. But was he though? I mean, mean, there's a lot that in my mind makes it makes me think that 
he could have definitely been the one. Well, there's a lot to say that he could have, but then there, I mean, but to prove that he actually did it would be, I mean, because I I know that everybody else's mind is going to go to well the but the KGB uh, KGB guy he suspected in five other killings too. That doesn't mean anything. No, no, that no, doesn't no. mean anything. No, I just mean, because he's a suspected murderer and there's another murder in the area doesn't automatically mean it's him. And there's a lot that is a lot. A lot of times that has actually happened where someone has been wrongfully but, charged for a murder that they didn't commit, even though they were a murderer anyway. Yeah. But it also could have been planted. The shoes could have been planted back there. Okay. To make it seem like this kid did it. But if he beat the fuck out of this kid and then took his shoes off and threw him in the woods, his blood would be on them too. No, Gun- no, 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 no. What if the kid wasn't around? The other he saw the kid, you know, I'm just playing, you know, kind of devil's advocate here where the person that did this could have known that there was four kids mm-hmm. there, you know, not had real, I mean, could have realized that, hey, you know, they weren't around or whatever and may have had some kind of something against the kid and wanted to set him up, framing him. I mean, could, you know, I mean, I know you're rolling, you're yeah, rolling your eyes, you know, like it could have, that could have happened. And but I'm, could, I'm not, you know. I'm not rolling my eyes like, oh, that's stupid. And like, that's, that's a lot of work to put into it. If you're just going to kill these fucking kids, you know, you're going to kill these motherfuckers, take one of their shoes and then hide them in the woods. I mean, if that's the only thing there to, to quote, you know, kind of, you know, Hey, Make it seem like, oh, well, he took his shoes off a fucking half mile away, then walked back somehow. And, you know, because maybe his feet, his footprints are, you know, through here. You wouldn't think twice about it. But but we don't know if there's footprints because the fucking cops sucked at their jobs. So, hence the, you know, this is all speculation that we don't know. Right. Honestly. And that's why in the court of, you know, if he was in the United States, he would walk free. Because he wouldn't have actually just spent a time in jail because... Yes, he would have. Yes. Because if he was going to trial for murder, he would have been in prison. Well, yeah, yeah, He would have been in jail. Which is yeah. what he spent the year in prison for while... Okay. During that whole thing. Okay. Was back and forth from prison to yeah. courtroom, back, yada, 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 back and forth. I mean, he would only got like 23 years in prison. He would have got a life sentence, which in fucking Scandinavia is 20 years. Because another guy that we're going to talk about in an episode here... Uh, shortly, hopefully, spent a life sentence in prison and is now doing a YouTube channel. And he's a real fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, but honestly, if I'm going to, I'm going to fucking armchair detective this thing. I think it was Gustafson. I really do. Just with everything I did the reading on and the fact that the two of them, like there was other people that had reported that. They had heard him and another boy fighting, and then they both walked off the same direction. To me, makes me think these two got into a fight, and being a fucking 18-year-old kid, young, dumb, and full of cum, you're fucking like, oh, yeah, fuck this guy. Wait till he falls asleep. And then you just start wailing on him. And maybe the girl is accidental, like collateral damage. Or maybe you just keep going because 
now that you've started, you're so fucking ripped up, you don't want to, you can't stop. Yeah. That happens all the time. That's why they find people that have been stabbed fucking 50, 60, 70 times. Yeah, in certain cases. This would be like a crime of passion. Right. You know, not... So premeditated, I don't think so, but I do think that it was him that killed these other three kids. Could have. You know, I mean... And first of all, if this had happened here, this fucking dude would have been suspect number one. Because you're the lone survivor of the whole thing. And your blood is not on anything. Yeah. So it's like, even, even if he had the defensive wounds on his hands and arms and he had his shoes on, there's still a very good possibility that he would have had his blood on those shoes. His blood is the only one that was not found on those shoes, which is another thing that hugely leads me to think he's the one that did it. Yeah. He took his shoes off, fucking came back, beat the fuck out of everybody and laid there to make it look like he was already in bed too. Cause you know, how many people sleep with their fucking shoes on? Even if you're camping. Not yeah, me. I, yeah, I don't, you know, it's, it's so. Oh, and by the way, after, um, after the, uh, court case ended, mm-hmm. they, um, the Finnish government re, uh, fuck what's the word I'm looking for here. Um, they reclassified it back to, uh, unsolved for the murder. Instead of like when they're like, oh, no, we got it. We solved it. And then they started the court case because like, oh, yeah, no, we got the guy this time. After that, they reclassified it back to unsolved. Hmm. So this one most likely will never be solved, even with today's modern forensics and analytical stuff because of shitty police work. Yeah. And there is so much speculation, too. Yeah, because it can go either way. You know, it could go to the fact that it was a setup. You know, he was set up. You know, um, or yeah, he did kill him. You know, I, I, I didn't. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think that that'd be kind of stupid to feel feel that. Uh, yeah, just because I fucking brought my shoes all the way out there. Well, um, I mean. Your blood. I mean, your blood's gonna. Their blood's gonna be all over your. Sh- I mean, your shirt and everything. I mean, that that would be just stupid. I mean, if you left your shoes on, you know, and you laid there, well, the blood's gonna be no matter what on your clothes, right? And on and the shoes, right? Which I mean, you know, you could have been out taking a piss and came back and got knocked the fuck out or something, or you know. Yeah, because you stumbled upon and they they knocked you out and you and you landed, you know, and your your friends got fucking killed. You were you could have been in that, you know. But when your blood's not on anything at the scene, but you got attacked there but like too. Like I said, you could have just he could have just got knocked out because you can't stumble upon it and they just fucking hit well, you or something. With the amount of a beating that he took, there would have been blood. He, he got his jaw broken. He he was fucked up. Like there was. He, he, well, how if is, he was if he wasn't the one that 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 did this, his blood should have been at the scene. His blood was on nothing at the scene, including the shoes that he was wearing that were fucking mysteriously thrown in the woods. Yeah, but if he was laying on there on the tent, his blood would have been on the tent. They did not find his blood anywhere at the scene. Well, then some such shoddy fucking. Well, we've already been over it with shit police work. 
Yeah, so because that's not possible. I'm sorry. No matter what you're, you're, you're saying. There's no way. No fucking way. If he got, you know, his fucking jaw broken, nose broken, whatever, you know, there's blood everywhere. There's blood going to be on something. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's been fucking hours. Between. Blood doesn't disappear. I mean. Yes, it, but if it's been hours between, a broken jaw isn't going to produce blood. Depending. A broken nose, yes. You know, wounds on your hands, if they've dried up because it's been a, a time between. The incident, the two instances, then, yeah, his his hands would have fucking, you know, would have, the blood would have coagulated and stopped. You know, if there hadn't been, well, then there would still be blood. Right. So, I mean, you know, th- so there had to have been time between them, which would lead to, you know, there had to have been time. If there was time, no time, you know, in between, then, yeah. I, I think he did it. I don't. Yeah. I. I in I can't my see mind, way. there's a. Po- I can see the possibility of both sides. You know, right. That he did it or he didn't do it. Yeah. I. I don't know. In my mind, I think he's the one that did it because there's enough evidence in favor of it, but by the- by the lack thereof evidence makes it suspicious but then there's that well but then suspicion is you know so like if this kid got the shit kicked out of him and he wandered off into the woods and he had his shoes on right his blood would have been on his shoes he got rid of the shoes because they were covered in fucking blood but what if he got rid of this but if he didn't have his shoes on at the time then how the fuck did their blood get on him what if his what if the shoes were at the tent and he didn't have any shoes on one when they got in this fight. Okay. What if if he didn't have his shoes on when they were a ways away from the tent? Right. They got in this fight. Okay. But hit and his shoes were at the tent. Well, oh. and then the, the the three get fucking murdered, and their blood gets because they're. I'm guessing his shoes are in the tent. I don't know where sho- his shoes it- were in the f- were found in the woods. So I, I don't know. They kind of. God damn it! I think I think you just proved yourself wrong. <laughs> I don't know because like the the like I, I mean, you know, it's so hard to explain why. Part, their I mean, why uh, if yeah. he if he was wearing these shoes. It's just a lot of speculation. And he got the <sighs> he got fucked up. Why isn't his blood on there? But everybody else's is. You know what I mean? And it's summer. It hadn't been raining. There's no footprints. There's no mud. Five hundred yards is nothing to walk barefoot, especially if it's fucking fairly soft grass or like sand. Yeah, but if if you didn't bleed enough from different places to get blood on your shoes, I mean, I've fucking had a bloody nose and never got blood on my shoes. Well, yeah, that's also not getting stabbed and having your face beaten in with a rock. That's a bloody nose. Because you got to remember, if you stab somebody, you hit them with a knife, you come out, there's blood coming with it. 
But there's blood dripping off of shit. I, I just don't see how you could. Those, those wounds on his hands could have very easily been from hitting the ground as he's swinging with the rock. True, hitting true, true. chunks of the tent. True. Cutting himself on the knife or whatever. True. I, I don't disagree with that, you know. And the other thing is I, they, I never fa- they never found the blunt object and they never found the knife. Part of me does, But part of me doesn't believe that they, they differentiated the blood. I mean, unless you can. Unless for somehow, some way, you knew the blood types. And you for sure, because the, the blood has to be mixed on the Well, on the here's, shoes here's the other thing you can do is you can take those shoes, you can run DNA on it and go, oh, by the way, since you're under arrest, we're taking your DNA for this case. And when his is the only one that doesn't, that when they have all this blood on there and they run his DNA against the, the that from the shoes, they find three different samples, none of which match him. I think it would be a – I don't know if you can uh, – I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know enough about DNA how, how – I don't know if enough of – if you can get diff, different DNA stuff from the whole – when you do a testing of that. Oh, you absolutely it's mixed, can. It's mixed. You absolutely can. Uh, I don't know. There's different tra- – like tracers in people's blood. Um, like say say the three of them all had separate blood types. You're If you're analyzing all of that blood – you're going to find, uh-huh. say, type A, you'll find type B, type AB negative, whatever. And if this guy's type O and that one's not showing up, but you have these three other separate ones, you can't necessarily prove that it came from them, but you can also prove that his isn't on there. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there was no other yeah. no other violence reported around the lake in that time period. Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I can, it's one of those ones where it's, it's one of these cases where the I more be... I thought about it, the less sense it made. And then it made more sense. And then it stopped making sense again. I mean, it's, you can talk yourself, you can talk yourself into circles and that's kind of what I'm doing. Is exactly. Talking my, that's I'm what talking we've myself done. into it, talking myself out of it because you know, it's just circumstantial. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I fucked up case. That's all I can oh, say. Oh, yeah, it was, it's, it's fucking wild to think about how how it worked. Yeah. You know? And it kind of just goes to show, like, how much shit has changed since then, where mm-hmm. if this had happened, shit, if this had happened 20 years ago, yeah, they would have known who this fucking guy was within a month. Yeah. It would have been like, oh, oh, okay, so we want your blood samples. We need to check this stuff. Because uh, we've got theirs all over the shoes. But yours isn't here. Weird, right? And they, and again, shit police work tends to do that where you you lose evidence. Yeah. And that is a huge part of this case yeah, is the is. lack of evidence and the lack of effort put forward into Time actually solving too. it. You know, young, young uh, forensics and stuff like that. You know, forensics wasn't a huge thing then compared to what it is now. No, yeah, no, no, no. It, it was non-existent basically compared yeah. to what it is now. But the other thing to think about is the site was refound at 11 o'clock. Guy went to get the police. It's 10 minutes to like a very well populated town. Uh-huh. You go to the police and say, hey, there's a bunch of fucking dead teenagers 10 minutes that way. And it still takes an hour for them to get there. Somebody else could have stumbled through that scene in that period of time that could have given... Gustafson enough time to get rid of other evidence like the knife or the rock or the shoes. Yep. It could have given 
anybody who was actually the who could have also possibly been the killer time to come back from just a couple of miles up the road and get rid of a bunch of shit too. Hey man, he I was, was you know I was uh, I saw an accident today, and uh, I had enough time to go five ten minutes away, maybe more. I don't know how long the car had sat there. And by the time I went to the post office, got to the post office, I saw the fire department going to the accident. And then I got out of the post office, drove back up the road, got to the main street, and I saw a state trooper go by going to that accident. This by the time probably had been 15 minutes past. Since I had seen the accident. But that's a car accident, not a triple homicide. But I'm saying. You know, this is also the this is also the time before everybody had a cell phone. This is before there was fucking pay phones all over the place, but too. But Vermont is like fucking Finland, you know, where it takes fucking... And hell, okay. And also... Prime example. Prime example. Also, well, it couldn't have been a very bad accident if it took them that long to respond prime, to it. Prime example, okay. Uh, what I do for... One of, one of the things that, you know, my, the company I work for does... They install panic buttons, okay? We install panic buttons at different places. One of them happens to be medical facilities. There's a medical facility in the southern part of the state. They have set off their panic button. It has taken literally over an hour for the police department to show up. Dude, the Rutland City Police... Will take twenty minutes to respond to something in the Walmart parking lot, and they are across the street from there. I've seen it happen before. I've had it happen to me. <laughs> I've I called the police from that parking lot and sat there for twenty fucking minutes before they sent somebody. I know. I could have walked to the goddamn police station and been like, "Hey, so there's some shit going on over here. You want me to take care of it? Or are you gonna come down?" But like I said, you know, that's that's kind of you know, as an example of, you know. Not everything is, you know, L.A. and where fucking, you know, shots ring out and some, you know, the cops are fucking there within, you know, two minutes. Yeah, but what I'm saying, what I'm getting at is it's a triple homicide. You should show some fucking urgency. You know, there's three dead teenagers, potentially one like circling the drain. Maybe get out there and check into it before everybody fucking dies. You know, maybe maybe get out there and, and cordon off the area before we fucking traumatize more children that have already stumbled across three dead teenagers. Yeah. You know, God damn it. Finland. I hope you guys have gotten better since then. (laughs) And you have free healthcare and shit, but fuck, get your stuff together. Anyway, that's all I've got for this one. (laughs) Why don't, why don't you take a trip next door? Yeah, we're going to talk talk about some Swedes. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Swedes. Uh, And I was wrong, by the way, Sweden's between Norway and Finland. Yes. So, um, so go over to speaking of Sweden, go over to studio.com and check out their earbuds, headphones. Um, speaking of other hockey countries, have. yeah, <laughs> yes, but they don't have you know, I mean, yeah, they have they have all those names, Larson and all that good stuff, but Ufa uh, Dufusen, Usta Gufusen, and you know, Svensson and. All them, but uh, yeah, go check out studio.com. Go check out their headphones, their earbuds, uh, Bluetooth speaker. They have a vast variety of earbuds, and they have 
you know, small little section of, of headphones, which is only consists of two, but they are two good headphones, the Regent and the Kalar. Yep. Uh, and they also have the Femtio, which is the speaker. Badass. Yes. Uh, find what you want, put it in your basket, and go to checkout. Go to the little section that says coupon. Put the promo code of DarkWindows15 in to get 15% off your entire purchase. Because, I mean, why not, right? I mean, Who doesn't like saving money? I love it. You know. And now, like, every time we go to, like, we visit another country on the show, I'm like, I wonder what their food's like. <laughs> so I'm looking at it now, and, like, they got, like, some, like, hearty-ass-looking bread. Pea soup and pancakes? Ew. Fuck yes. Ugh. Like, pancakes like a cracker kind of thing with cheese on it. I mean, yeah, fucking sign me the fuck up, dude. Pea soup's gross. You're gross. You know. Salmon soup? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll try some of that shit. Hey, but what else you guys got? Speaking of gross. Sausage soup? Oh, my God. Why don't you go over to uh, another little spot? Darkwindowspod.com. Sorry, I'm still looking at food. Stop looking at food. Meatballs with mashed potatoes and jam? Oh, my fucking yeah, that's, Jesus. That's okay. Great. I'm in on that. Um, baked macaroni with minced meat? Yeah, we make that here. It's fucking goulash. Get out of here. You fuckers didn't come up with that. Meat stew. Okay. Anyway, darkwindowspod.com. You can go over there. Much? Yeah, a little bit. I got distracted with food. I haven't eaten since fucking 11 o'clock this morning. Um, you can check out every episode of this bullshit we have ever recorded through a link there to our Age of Radio page. You can also find your next favorite show over at Age of Radio. There's something for everybody. You want true crime? We got it. You want some history stuff? We got it. You want to be motivated? We got it. You want sports? We got it. We got everything. We got it. Everything. And you can also, on our on our website, you can find links to all of our social media shits. For Facebook, we're at Dark Windows Podcast. For Instagram, we're at Dark Windows Pod. You can go visit our tombstone on Twitter at Dark Windows Pod as well. Um, but other than that, yeah, that's pretty much what we got. And then uh, we'll be back next week. Yes, we will. Like we always are. Possibly. Because we're like herpes. Just when you think we're gone. Come right back up. <laughs> take that take that penicillin. It doesn't help. <laughs> Burpees is the gift that stays with you forever. It keeps on giving? If you're not smart about it, yeah. That's true. So anyway, just because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean that the dark can't see into you. Or you just lost your shoes in the woods. You didn't lose them. You fucking threw them there after you killed his friends. Oh.